0: shabbat shalom everyone shabbat shalom.
1: shabbat
0: shalom Shabbat Shalom. welcome back to hebrew congregation of houston episode 167 episode 167 of the hebrew congregation of houston It's good to be in the house it's good to serve another day i know uh it's been a tedious struggle and i know that the war is still going on um and so we're blessed to have another opportunity another day because some people didn't make it some people didn't wake up there's crying in the land right now and there's death in the land there's vultures in the land and so rabbi if you want to just uh give us a little bit on the war what's going on
2: well
3: it's uh it's a current event that uh israel you know of course we know that they were struck by hamas and and now you know that's in gaza and uh near egypt in the mediterranean sea so they've been for what two weeks now they've been talking about israel going in on the ground and um and they're there they're on the ground they're in tunnels inside gaza Mm
1: -hmm.
3: there's a lot of fighting going on and they're still attacking from the land you know and from the air and call it seal they're doing seal work sea air and land they're in the they're in there. And I think from a personal perspective, that's the way the war should be fought on the ground and okay. not from the air, not with missiles, you know and and drones. For the simple fact is, we know by common sense, they're killing innocent people. It's okay. easier to to push the button or to drop a bomb on people and and say you know you say they're using them as human shield but regardless you're killing innocent people i don't agree with that aspect i I believe that if you're going to fight a war going if especially in urban warfare which is what this is this is urban warfare you need to have boots on the ground man to man hand to hand let's take care of business right We,
0: We see all those kids dying out at that hospital and yeah. they didn't deserve that. Rather than you go after the, the the military over there in Gaza, if they were on the land, right?
3: Right. So you should go if anytime there's a city and that many civilians. I don't care if it's only ten million or you know two million or three million. If it's a hundred people civilians and you got these people that you know they're they're killing them, and, and it's children uh, again. So my pers- from my perspective, it should have always been boots on the ground mm-hmm. going in. Uh, you have the you have the wherewithal to do it. You can do it because there. Are, you know we're not getting the exact numbers. We're not getting the true numbers. But when you see the videos, you see the film, you know that you know there's a lot of innocent people. That so I, I
0: know when I went over to Israel before you can even leave there at the age of 18, you have to serve two years in the military before you able to leave israel so why aren't they going in by foot do you think why 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 haven't they sent the men in by foot
3: well you know it's what they call that is softening up softening up the terrain okay they they want to minimize the deaths of of israeli soldiers Mm -hmm. they want to minimize that so you soften them up by sending in heavy artillery sending in your planes your drones and you and you soften up soften up the land and then you go in and you turn the soil over and you you pull out what you want disinfected you know uh whatever you want to call it but that that's why to minimize losses on their side is what that's all about yeah okay Mm -hmm. and and to maximize and to weaken the enemy. Now, you know, in the scripture, it talks about putting a a siege around. If you put a siege around the city, right? That's what Israel is doing now. They're using biblical tactics. they put a siege around it. Well, how are they doing it? Well, they've got the people locked in. Again, you know, they tell them, get out. They say, get out while you can. And and they shut the water off, electricity off. It's winning the war by attrition. You, You can't eat. You don't have fresh water. But again, there are civilians there. So they're in the hospitals need fuel in order to operate. Mm -hmm. Um, And So you cut the fuel off. That means there are babies there. There are sick people there that are going to die because you've now shut off. them. one of the means and one of the major means of survival. Of course, you know, the enemy is there and they're down in, in the tunnels and they use electricity and they need fuel for the electricity. So again, another reason... For going in boots on the ground, because uh, there's so many people there that you know are, are should not be there uh, in this situation, did not ask for it, and but they're it's and it's not just Gaza that's the main focus, but then you got the U.S. over there on the northern borders, you know, up near Lebanon, and they're fighting Hezbollah. In other words, they're fighting Iran through proxy, Hezbollah. So they're fighting. And it's spilling over already, right? And so now you got these other guys who want to be players in this in this skirmish. Um, and, and there's no reason for it. You know, there's no reason for it. If, if you're an elephant, which the United States is like an elephant, and you got this ant that's trying to choke that elephant, he's giving it all he's got. And the other ants are standing around, saying, "Choke him, choke him, choke him!" But the elephant doesn't even feel it. That's the way the U.S. That's Hezbollah. You know, when you're looking at Hezbollah against the U.S., Hezbollah is an as an ant. It can't hurt the U.S. They can't. If they really want to destroy them, they can destroy them. So you got that going on. And then Israel is backed by the U.S., so they've got the elephant standing behind them for protection, and they are protected, it, which they should do. Um... We have relatives there. I have relatives there. We have friends there in Mm -hmm. the land, you know, Um, and we want them protected. We don't want them to die. And so uh, it's a, it's very challenging and difficult thing when you talk about the humanitarian aspect of it and we don't know all the truth, you know, we only hear what media wants us to hear from our, from our perspective. Now on the other side, they have their perspective thing to do is you know they got to deal with it. I, I can't I'm not in the military I'm not in politics um, I'm not in the land of course I do have relatives there but you know and I hear from them and 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 of course I'm gonna say yeah y'all gotta fight y'all gotta protect yourself you know I want you to live so mm-hmm. whatever it takes you do whatever it takes to live and if they, you know if uh, we gotta be on the right side of it and, and use humanitarian means, but we still have to survive. You know, if you go to Damona right now, you don't know if you're gonna get hit or not. They strike it all down a lot. That's for the Southern borders. They're getting hit a lot. There's people down there, we know. Um, and Gaza, Gaza actually originally is a part of Ethiopia that was given through King Solomon to The Ethiopians. That's what God's was supposed to be there, you know. Um, but it's not. It belongs, you know, to somebody else. But um, yeah, heart goes out and you know, we don't want to see it, it's happening. We have no control of it from our perspective. But we can try to stay on the side of, of what is right and, and, and just um boots on the ground is the way to go. That's, that's my that's my you know.
0: Uh, thank you so much, Rabbi Alshon, being a cold. Uh, anybody else have anything they want to say in reference to that before we move on? Well, I have a uh, doing my Easter, keeping it real vultures is my topic. Vultures is a is a bird and the bird. It frees off its prey chiefly on what decaying flesh and dead animals. And so uh, reputed is widely known. They feed off of that for people who are widely known and well thought of they're scavengers okay um and also it says vultures are a comfortable person who prey or exploits others and so that black vulture is the one that that really kills i was i was looking up the black vulture is the main one that really kills and a lot of people compare vultures to eagles but eagles Are a little bit larger or or much larger than a vulture. And so, the biblical, um, if you go biblical about a vulture, if you go to Matthew 24 and 28, it says, Whoever, for wherever the carcass is, there are eagles who will be gathered together, where there's a a carcass. And this is about this part, the Great Tribulation, and it talks about uh, false prophets, okay? And so, uh, that's what that part of the, the Bible talks about. And so um, I was thinking about how I know those vultures are right now out there eating the people, those, 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 those carcasses out there, the dead people, those vultures are eating. And if you bring it to us, exploit and weakness, At your time of when somebody exploits you or you're weak, the vultures are gonna come out, right? They're gonna come out, they're gonna look, to eat your flesh and to chip at you. And it's not just uh, eating you, like physically eating you, they come to take you down, all right? But there's a God that we serve, who protects us. There's a God that's watching over Israel right now. And time and time again, we've defeated people, right? Um, And so if you look at Psalm 50 and 15, and that's why you have to know the, the, the Lord's word. It says, Call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. And so he'll deliver us. You know, everybody always has those plans, and it says, You build a hole, a, a dig a hole, the enemy, he better dig one for himself because he's the one who's gonna fall in it. And so um, just have faith and trust in the Lord when those vultures come out, okay? And when they come to try to eat your, your, your flesh and they try to exploit you trust in the Lord lean on your own understanding and always acknowledge him. And whatever you're going through trust in God that he's going to supply for you, you don't have to prostitute you don't have to lie, you don't have to steal you just stand and you move in the direction that the Lord tells you to move, and this is for somebody. Because when he see you at your weakness that's when they try to dangle stuff in front of you that's why they they try to chip at your spirit and that's why they try to say what about that God that you serve where is he now he's still there he hasn't forgotten you and he loves you. Stand who you are be who you are walk in who you are you are God chosen person, you are a Hebrew israelite you are the original Jew. You're never going to be forsaken or begging for bread if you walk the way he's supposed to walk, which you're supposed to be walking in. Don't worry about that. Let tomorrow worry about tomorrow. Don't you know the Lord has put uh, grass on the ground? He said, Nothing can separate me from you. I'm going to clothe you, I'm going to feed you. Not even the angels in heaven will separate me from you. That's to encourage you, and that's what the Hebrew Israelite, the Hebrew congregation of Houston is to encourage you. Don't step out of your character because of your situation, because of the vultures, because of things dangling know your worth and know who you are. Pray. P-R-A-Y, not P-R-E-Y, you pray and you ask the Lord which direction you should go, because you are not P-R-E-Y, you are not praying for the people you are the prime you don't have to have the crumbs under the table he owns everything everything belongs to him that being said um, we're gonna have our praise and worship i pray that that encourages somebody uh keep uh israel uh keep everyone in prayer about the war just pray for them because there's a lot of innocent people dying behind this And so, and there's a lot of people are suffering. There's a lot of people still dying with COVID. Like the rabbi said, the media only tells you what they want to. They put on what they want to, they take off what they want to. People are still dying from that. Sicknesses and diseases on the land. So the Daniels family minister, Daniels, uh, if you can go ahead and do your praise and worship, we love you and we thank you.
4: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: And that is what it will be today. We're just going to
5: do a little bit of worship before Yah's presence. And um, scripture, my husband will be reading the scripture in between. I'm sure you all know what this tune is who have a church back here around. Hallelujah. You can hear the music. a psalm from Korah, the sons of Korah, or in Hebrew it goes, La Ah, Korah. And we're just going to do a hallelujah in between, and a selah at the
4: end. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory. and the strength a very present help in trouble Hallelujah. therefore we will not fear Hallelujah. though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea do the waters thereof roar and be troubled and shake with the swelling thereof
1: Hallelujah.
4: There is a river the streams where our shall glad city of Elohim
1: Hallelujah.
4: The holy place of the tabernacles of El Elyon
1: Hallelujah.
4: Elohim is in the midst of her She shall not be moved. Elohim shall help her. And that right early. The heathen raged and the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, the earth melted.
1: Hallelujah.
4: Yahuwah Sevaot is with us. Hallelujah. The yellow hair of Yaakov. He is our refuge.
5: Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah be thou high and lifted up. Hallelujah, high and exalted above the earth. So all men may see the truth and know you are the way to Hashem. My hallelujah. We bless your name, we bless your name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You are Alpha and
1: and Omega. omega. We worship
4: you, you. Omega.
1: you. you
5: Father, Yahweh, I don't know
1: how I
5: shall so high
1: amen
5: That is to say, blessed are you, O Yahweh. King of the universe, who supplies all our needs.
4: Amen. Amen.
5: Hallelujah. 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 You are Yahweh, Sovereign. You are the one who supplies our needs. We give you all of the glory, the honor, the praise. All majesty, is yours. Hallelujah! 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 Baruch Atah Yahuwah Adonai a shaking is she knew beneath water. We see one who mm-hmm. gave her. Waharevna, Yahuad or Nayalo, he knew. Efty, right Ufifio, the <messive and sung> <messive and sung> Israel. Wani, anachnu we We I say and knew <sung> where Israel. Kula knew your day Shemerha. Well, on day for a feck a Hamala Amen. Baruch ta Yahuwa Adonai, Eloheinu me haolam. Ashebaha manu miho aami, wanatalanu e e'torato. rato. Baruka Adonai, hanote in Amen. Blessed are you, Yahuwah Adonai, our power King of the, the universe, universe who has sanctified us with his commandments and has commanded us to study study the torah Torah. therefore we beseech you yahuwah deny our power to make pleasant the words of of your torah in our our mouths and in in the the mouths of of your people people, the the house of israel Israel, so that we our our descendants and the descendants of our our people people, the children of israel Israel, may all know your your name and study your torah Torah. blessed are you yahuwah donna our power who teaches the Torah to your people, Israel? Israel. Amen. Amen. Blessed are you, Yahuwah, your power, King of the, the universe, who has chosen, chosen us from, from among the nations and, and given, given to us your, your Torah. Blessed are you, Yahuwah, the power, giver of
4: the, the Torah. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for hallelujah. this opportunity. Once again, Father, to come before you to feast before you. Hallelujah. We pray, Father, that your word will go forth, hallelujah, and touch every heart, every mind, every soul that it is intended to touch. Hallelujah. That your people will hear and not only hear but become doers of your Torah. Hallelujah. We pray that you put the anointing upon our rabbi right now, Father, that you will be with him, you will guide him, that your holy spirit will come through for the very words that he speak, Amen. Father. For he has been ordained, Father, for this Amen. day. And so, Father, we thank you for your anointing upon him and upon his family, Father. Amen. And again, Father, we ask that you bless every person who hears this word, that they will take it to heart. Come back to your Torah and live it out in their lives in a personal and intimate way, Father. We give you praise. We give you honor. Baruch, haba Beshem Adonai. Amen. Blessed Amen. is the man who comes Absolutely. in the name Amen. of Yah. Hallelujah.
5: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I just wanted to say one thing of Shema. Hallelujah. Shema Yashara. Yahuwah Nu Yahuwah.
1: Echad.
5: We're going
0: to leave it right there.
5: Hallelujah.
4: <laughs> Amen.
0: Hallelujah. <laughs> For the beautiful praise and worship to Daniel family, thank you. We uh, have the reading for our food. It'll be out of the parishal Genesis twelve through seventeen, up to the twenty seventh verse, and then uh, the new Parashah for next week will be Genesis eighteen, chapter eighteen through twenty two, up to the twenty fourth verse. We thank you, Rabbi Afshalom, Ben Binyakov. We love you, and you have the screen.
3: Okay, Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Shabbat. Shalom. may you be whole and peaceful and have rest on this day um, I'm thankful for being here once again and uh really uh enjoying the increases that come from uh, through the worship um as we enjoy developing our own or our customs I want to say to everybody else, y'all have been around for 2,000 years. You've had a a time to develop your meal game, your customs, and the way that you want to do your your, um, worship. So allow us this time to develop our way of worshiping our Father. Because remember, we were dead for 2,000 years. It's It's as if we were dead. We lost our language, heritage, culture. We were thrust out of our land. You know, our mother had forsaken us, which is our land and a land named after us. So we're here today being resurrected and enjoying this resurrection time that we're in. Because remember, again, we were dead. Whenever you are away from your customs, your heritage, your language, you've lost your, your way from your father, Creator of all things, you is as if you are dead. But we are waking up. We are being resurrected. We are, I would say from myself, we are experiencing the first resurrection. Okay. The first resurrection of you know of the dead. The dry bones have come up. There's flesh on the dry bones, and we are here sharing. Now, if you were blessed to be able to hear that. A uh, small worship service, small introductory, then you you have an idea of what is to come. Now, a lot of people say, "Well, that came out of the Christian church." I beg to differ. I beg to differ because before there was a Christian church, there was an Israelite church, and they called it. Well, I say an Israelite congregation, an Israelite people, an Israelite nation, and we are that nation. Okay, now there's a lot of controversy about, well, you know, who is a Jew and this, that, and the other. You know what? The Jews are Jews. Israelites are Israelites. How many of y'all were blessed to be on, on some of our teachings last week we talked about that, coming out of the Talmud? What does the Talmud talk, teach us about that? Talmud says, uh, you know what? Let me see. that. Let me see if I can share that with y'all. Y'all y'all need to see this. This is, this is, a, if if, you know, again, this thing messes me up and I can't get to it. <laughs> that's terrible, isn't it? It's uh, terrible. It won't, even, it won't even allow me to go to it. So I'm get, I am guess I'm not supposed to share that with y'all. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, I got a secret weapon over here. All right. I got some backup because I got my mind set on it. Now I want to I share it. I'm going to share it because I got my mind on it. All right. And this is the introduction to chapter four, Kirushim. You know what, uh, and and it's important for us who are Israelites to know this. Again, this is for the children of Israel, not against anyone else. But this is for the children that are being resurrected. And and again, if you've been in our classes, you know what I'm, I'm, I'm reading because we've studied it before. And if you, um, I, I might have even uh, alluded to it um, on last week um doing the doing the, the program but if i didn't if i didn't i'm gonna read it for you now because i wish i could put it on the screen but i can't right now because my again the way it's, it's set up it won't let me do it but it says um this is in the introductory to chapter four kedushim it says converts though they are considered full fledged Jews you hear what it says full-fledged Jews right uh, are not of Israelite descent so when we say we're Israelites we are declaring that we are of what the descent of Yaakov right so he says there is a dispute of Tanim whether the prohibitions on entering the congregation of Hashem refer to converts the prevailing view is that they do not to avoid confusion, listen at this now. To avoid confusion, we will refer in this commentary to to Jews of Israelites descent are Israelites. Let me read it again. In this commentary, it says to avoid confusion. To avoid confusion, which is why we say we're Israelites. To. A- to avoid confusion, we will refer in this commentary to Jews of Israelite descent as Israelites. That's why we call ourselves Israelites. Okay? We want to disting- that we're distinguished, and we didn't do this. This is from the Talmud. This is, this one, you could go to the 4th century or to the 6th century because we were already gone. I've explained this before. It says this term is a meant to exclude those descended from converts, descended from converts, all right? Not Israelites, but from converts, okay? So it wasn't us that wrote this, all right? We were already gone. We were already gone. So this means that the people in in, uh, Babylon that stayed there, you know, remember, if you know anything about the wars, Right, And you know what was going on with the Samaritans, and how that if you wrote the read the book of Josephus, it talks about the Samaritans and how they were when they when things were going good with the Israelites or the Jews, right, that they would say that they were Jews and descendants of the Jews, descendants, meaning his Israelites, but when things were bad, they would say, no, we're not from them. We're from a different place. We're from Persia, we're from other places. We're not with them. So that, you know, this is what we want you to understand. Learn the history of what's going on. And, and, and even, let me do it ad- another way. In the book of Esther, right? In the book of Esther, in the eighth chapter of the book of Esther, it says this, chapter, chapter 8, verse 17, and in every province and in every city, whether the king's commandment and his decree came, the Jews had joy and gladness. A feast and a good day, and many of the people of the land became Jews for the fear of the Jews fell upon them. So they use the term twice, Jews twice. The people of the, of the other nations became known as Jews because of fear of the Jews. So this is why in the Babylonian Talmud, it says when we're saying Jews, we use the, we're talking about the descendants of Israel. We, we'll, use a, we'll use the term Israelite to distinguish between those that converted and those who are of original stock. So when we say, and we hear the, the purple game, and you hear us saying Israelites, we are Israelites, and you hear it on this program, we hear and we say, we are the original Jews, meaning we are Israelites, the original Jews. So I want, I don't want if you believe if you are of Israelite descent, if 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 you've been given the revelation and you receive the teaching, you do not allow anyone okay to disrespect your desire and your belief to walk by Torah. Again, you can't just say you're an Israelite and not walk by Torah. We want you to say I'm an Israelite and I have returned. That's what the resurrection is about. The resurrection is about. Returning to the Torah. And when you do that, now you're operating as one that is going to the father. Yesar al. Now you're acting like that. So now you're Israel. And it's okay to say, I'm a Jew. It's okay. That's fine. Because when you are a Jew, you receive all the rights and privileges of an Israelite. See, i put it in perspective when you're a jew you receive all the rights and privileges of an israelite as long as you remain in torah all right so uh, now that i've given that little uh commercial break let's get into our torah portion which actually by the way that isn't part of the torah portion because when we begin talking about the torah portion um and it begins with Abraham Avino, a blessed memory, in the, in the Genesis 12th chapter. But the backstory is, and I, and I pray that you, you all have a, a, a sepher where you can go to the book of Jasher and begin to read, start about, about chapters 9, chapter 8, chapter 9, and then you get into chapter 10, 11, 12, and 13. It's talking about the what the, how the world was made up at that time. Okay, what was going on in the world at that time? So we know that the, prior to this lechakha, our father telling Abraham to get away from his family, his kindred, and his tongues, as it begins with, remember, we are just like Abraham Abinu, a blessed memory. Because when Abraham was in his youth, his father, Terah, was under the control or uh, in the administration of Nimrod and his government. And, and by the way, by the way, during that time, all the, the majority of people on the earth had melanin. They were dark-skinned people. They were called Adam. They were of the earth, and they were brown. Now, when Noah, who was still alive during the first 50 years of Abraham Abin, of blessed memory, Noah was, of course, about an albino. So he was white. Okay, and, and and we know the story about Elimek when he saw him, how he ran to his to Methuselah, and Methuselah had to go to Enoch to find out what was going on, and Enoch told him what was going on. So all at that time, right, right, and and, do, and then again during the first fifty years of Abraham's life, in fact, Abraham's life was in jeopardy. His father had to send him away and hide him. You know, had to have somebody else killed in his place and send him away hiding. With guess who? Noah and Shem. So Abraham is in the house of Noah and Shem. And guess what they were teaching? At that time, Noah was still teaching righteousness. That's why Shem was called, after Noah passed on and Shem was called, he was called, what? The king of righteousness. And he was in, well, Shem. What was it? What was his name? What was his name? Melchizedek. Okay, Melchizedek, who in this in this parish talks about how Noah gives a tenth a tithe to Melchizedek, who in fact was Shem, who was his teacher. So he's, you know, he 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 goes to his father after spending time with Shem, learning the ways learn, with Noah and and Shem learning the ways, and he goes to his father's house and he, and he confronts his father. Right? And 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 all these things have happened. All this is going on. Right. Um, and let me take another side note here before I get to this lecture, which of involved, which 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 touches all of us. You know, we have this discussion about uh jepheth, Ham and Shem, and how you know jepheth was white and Shem was was brown and Noah was, and uh, Ham was black. They all had the same father, and and the only the deal was, and we discussed this before, and I don't have to get into this real deep, you know, as they dispersed, and 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 Shem, and uh, by the way, you can read this, in, in um uh, if you really want to get some deepness into it, you go you go into the Sefer, and and you read it about it in the Sefer, talk about how when and uh, how they dispersed. So when they dispersed and they went up, Jeff went up into Europe. Now remember there's a gene, there's a genetic defect. It's called albinoism, right? It wasn't somebody came down from space and it wasn't some aliens that came in and and, and made the different colors, which is taught in, in some places. It's a very simple thing that happens in the earth. It's called genetics. And so while they're in Europe, right, they begin to intermix with their own family. Blood.
5: Rabbi. If, yes. Um, what book is that that um the dispersion is found in? Is it the book of Jubilees or Yashar?
3: Yeshar. Book okay. of Yashar. Okay? okay.
5: Thank you. I
3: just go up. in that book, yeah. Book of Yashar. And 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 it'll, it'll explain that to you. Okay. See. Because when you have a genetic defect. And and it, and it becomes prominent through, uh, what do they call it? You know, inbreeding, right? So you have one family, one line, Jephthah, was separated from the other two lines. Remember, Ham and Shem stayed close to each other, and they intermarried with each other. And we know that through the biblical story because uh, in Mitzrayim, right? Moses married and 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 Abraham, so they were able to uh, keep the dominant uh, or that anomaly
0: a lot of of incest going on
3: right except for in ham and shim because ham and shim were mixing back and forth so they had a, a greater distance and so they were able to mostly weed that out it wasn't as prominent but when you have one family one line and they continue interbreeding of course, you're gonna start, and they start getting, and they start breeding down from dark to light. So they breathe down from dark to light, and you keep doing that. And 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 again, we said this before in the book, in Hebrews to Negro it talks about these things, right? Hebrews to Negroes, you know. I'm, I'm doing a little plug in right there, you know, what they call it, white it out. No, no, it's the white it out. After about four generations, you you can white it out. So what, in other words? that least dominant gene becomes dominant in that line. That's how you get the light-skinned European race. And that's how Shem and Ham became and stayed dark, brown and darker, because again, of the the way they were mixing between each other. And and they kept that like that. So understand that they all came out black. Noah had the, the genetic defect. And if you go into, it, it, as a matter of fact, in Europe, they have albinos. If you know anything about that, that gene, is that it cannot stand direct sunlight. It gets, they get cancer, they get blisters, you know. And, and so that lets you know that it is not, um, it is an anomaly, I put that, You know that that is an anomaly. And so many of the people from Europe, the Russians, that went into Israel, that are in Israel they can't stand the sun. Some, some of them had to leave. They could not stand it because of the genetic anomaly in their blood. All right. So let's understand that. That's what that's what's going on. That's what's happening. All right. And you study genetics and you'll see this truth. I studied genetics in, in elementary school. You know, we, we learned a little bit about it, we tap into it a little bit. In ours, in our school system, we did. I don't know about yours, but in ours, before we hit sixth grade, we had already hit some genetics teaching very minor but it and we had to break it down and you know show the lines of how if you had two black ones and one over here and then how you know how it worked. so we learned a little bit about that all right so you and it's a very simple science it works it makes sense all right so let me get back over here now so we got through so we understand that that you know it how it how it happened so in abraham's family let me go back over here and, and uh let me share this with you. Uh-oh, that's the wrong one. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to... No. Nah.
0: It's open to share. It is open to share?
3: Hmm? I don't know if I want to share it, though. That's the problem. I don't think I want to share it. How about this? I want to share it. I'm not going to share it. I'm just going to read it because you have it. Uh, you have a King James Version it's in the King James Version, so let's just do it like this. Let's kind of make it a discussion. So, um, what happens is in the, in the as it starts off, it says, um, now the Lord said to Abraham, get thee out of the country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house to the land I will show thee, and I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shall be a blessing. So when he t- when the Father is talking to Abraham... Right in Genesis
0: 12, he started with Genesis yeah, 12. Yeah. And one. Oh, go
3: ahead. Yeah, Genesis 12 and 1. So when you began to look at this, and, and I said, we were dead, and we're being resurrected. And I said that, uh, if you uh, remember, I said that that we are all kind of like Abraham. We're like Abraham, a blessing in that And we grew up, for us in the United States of America, we grew up here. And it's as if Nimrod was running this land that we're in. And so in our our parents and our great-grandparents and our great-great-grandparents, they grew up in this system. And they were taught a, a religion, not the word, but a religion, okay? Which is the same thing that happened in Noah's time. Because Noah was teaching and Shem was teaching righteousness. But on Nimrod's side, because remember, Nimrod, whose father was Ham, well, or grandfather, or his project was Ham, had the same teachings as Shem, right? And Ham. They all had the same teachings. But in Ham's line, who Nimrod was running everything, he began to, to worship wood and stone. And they had this, this again, they had these different esoteric knowledge, uh, knowledge in that time. This is not new that we're talking about now. This is all old history. And so when he is in Mitzrayim, and Put and Kush, and you could see it on the line on, on the walls in Kemet, which you know we Egypt Nisra'im, Kemet all the same on the walls they're writing down this history in hieroglyphics and they, and, they, and and they show at one point where they were monothea and then of course it starts showing you start looking at Osiris by the way and when you talk about and I talked about earlier about this implantation from other there some people said it was want to say it's martians or somebody from sirius that came down and and this is taught and you can see this in in black root science and and it talks about sirius and how you know and and uh forbidden knowledge It teaches this, this guy teaches forbidden knowledge uh and it talks about how they were, all this stuff came out and this is like worshiping gods of wood when it says wooden stones is it's it's a knowledge outside of torah because the torah was taught through noah and his line through Abraham. And so all and so what I'm saying is that we were brought up in a system of religion, whether it be Islam or Christianity or Hinduism or Buddhism. We were there learning uh, not so much Islam. Islam is, is monotheistic, and, you know, it comes from Abraham's teaching. So I have to rec- recant that. Not Islam. Even though some people say they worship the Kabbalah stone, I don't believe that. I don't. I don't believe that. I really don't believe that they worship a Kabbalah stone because they they talk about you know Yah. They do God of Abraham talk about the prophets worship, uh, not worshiping prophets, but having respect for the prophets. So that's a whole different thing right there because that's the truth of you know you respect and you honor the prophets and there's one God. He created all things. So so we have to be careful and not listen to propaganda that people put out. However, on the other side, what we were talking, you know, the same Christianity. Now, now I'm, I'm a little hard on this because in Christianity, which again, is an offshoot, but believing in God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, Jesus is God, that means there's more than one God. By the way, when you say Jesus is God, You're saying that he is God, but Yah says, I am God all by myself. He says, he talks about his son who's going to sin. All right. And he created the earth and he put uh, these. So, so we have to be careful when I say we're being resurrected because we know for a fact that the enslavers, right? The enslavers worship, use the form of worship, Christianity, which came out of Egypt. Study the hieroglyphics study Osiris. You'll find that Christianity came out of Kemet. All right Which is one of those Wooden stone because they get the cross on your neck. That's the wood Understand that represents the wood. Okay, if you want to get into that stuff out, you know, that, that's Yeah, none of that. Okay, anyway So we have to be careful Because during the transatlantic slave trade, World War Number One, World War Number One was fought on the continent of Africa. Transatlantic slave trade is what we call it. And while they were enslaving the children of Israel and some of the Hamites, when they were enslaving them, they were having Portuguese and the Dutch were having church on top of them. While they were killing them down below, while they were starving them down below, where they were treating them like animals below, and they were worshiping this God of theirs, not ours, but their God. Okay? That's what was happening. And so that's why I said, and 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 they forced their religion on our ancestors. They forced Christianity on our ancestors. You can get mad at me once. I don't care if you get mad at me. I'm talking to you from straight out of the word. I'm telling you who you are and how to get out of it. How to be like Abraham. I'm showing you how to be like Abraham. When they're telling you to bow down to the white man with his blonde hair, blue eyes, and they're telling you that he is God they're lying to you and they've lied to you for a century, for 400 years, actually 500 years they lied to you and then, and then killed your ancestors who knew the truth and then planted this in you like it was happening in Abraham's day. It was happening to Abraham the same way. But his father, you know, protected him by sending him to someone who knew the truth and who could teach him the right way. This is what happens to us. You think it's by chance that you're watching and listening to this program today? It's to give you an opportunity to be like Abraham Avino in Blessed Memory, to wake up to the fact that we've been brainwashed, conditioned to follow something outside of the truth of the word. And the word says it itself in your King James Bible mm-hmm. it tells you not you don't have to have to go to the Sephir King James Bible tells you the truth it gives you the doorway he gives you the doorway but at the same time they introduced this the letters which again Nimrods Children taught you that Cesar de Borgia was your God. Cesar de Borgia, who is that? That's that white man that you see on, that people say, you know, you worship a white God. They're telling you, they're telling you. People may not know all the truth, but they're telling you, you know, that they're deceiving you by making you worship a man. He said, I am the Lord your God who delivered you out of of, of Mishraim, to be your God, you shall have no other God before you or beside me. You shall not create an image of anything in the heaven above, the earth below, or in the waters below, under the waters beneath, to bow down and worship no images of anything that includes a man. If you know the commandment, it says you should not create an image of anything in heaven above, that is in the heaven above, right? In the earth beneath, or no waters no we're not to have an image to worship but they tell you that they you look on the church walls. i don't care what Baptist church holiness church uh episcopalian church they got they had pictures of this man and if you look on the internet go to facebook you go to uh, and they got a picture of this man and they're calling him god and they're telling you he's God. I've got friends that will argue with me and want to fight with me, probably telling me that he's God. And the scripture says totally different from that. In our teachings, we teach you that there's one God. He has never been a man. He, he's not going to be a man. Because when he put himself in a body, that means he limits himself. He cannot see everything. He, and they say, well, no, he's God, the Father, God, Son, and do God, forget that, that garbage. That dogma, it's wrong. Now, you know, I, I'm normal. makes some people mad now. That's okay. You can be angry with me. Prove me wrong with the scripture. Go to the Torah. Go to the Tanakh and prove me wrong. Don't try to use the the of Shah, those letters, because that doesn't work. That doesn't hold up in the court of law. It doesn't. But the Tanakh, the Torah, it will hold up in the court of law. And I'm talking about the heavenly court heavenly court that's where it stands up that's where it stands up and when you see jc or when you say you're sure he's going to tell you didn't i give you the commandments did not I send my props to give you the commandments why didn't you obey the commandments don't you know that my father our father my father our father he's distinguishing between him and the father he distinguishes. he makes the distinction but what he does is he says, if you've seen the Father, you've seen me. How do he, why does he say that? So I'm gonna give you some, let me give you a little knowledge here, a little hidden knowledge. When Yeshua is saying, when you see me, you have seen the Father, he's showing you closeness. He's giving you a, a spiritual precept. Because in the spiritual realm, there's no distance. There's only likeness. That's how you get. It's likeness. So when he says, I, I look like my Father, that's showing the closeness. I am my father one. That's the closeness. I represent. I look like my father. How do we look like our father? We do justice and mercy. We walk humbly before our father. We are just in our dealings. We are like Noah was teaching righteousness. Him, Hashem was teaching righteousness. This is what they were teaching from the Torah, from the beginning. And this is what Abraham Avinu was, blessed men, was taught. Y'all don't hear me. I'm trying to tear you out of this Stockholm syndrome. Some of you are going to fight at me and tell you, this man is black. I'm telling you, go to Torah and see what it says. You, 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 you fight against the Torah. That means you're operating in, in Stockholm syndrome. You are defending the very ones that are taking you away from the father. From the relationship. The relationship means closeness to the father in the spiritual realm. Makes you look like our father. Let me Let me say it like this. Those that are led by the spirit of Yah, they are the sons of Yah. Meaning, how you get close to Him, you got to be led by the Ruach HaKodesh. Let your Neshima, your inner, your spiritual insight, your spiritual man. I, you want to say something? A quote? Did you want to say something? Okay. But but listen, listen, listen. It's not what Rob Absalom says. I just be
0: saying, Amen, Amen.
3: <laughs> okay. Yeah. It, it, it's not what Rob Absalom says. It's what is read out of the Torah. See, I'm just paraphrasing a little bit. I read a little bit about Abraham, and I'm telling you, I'm explaining to you, explaining to you that we have to be like Abraham, no matter what household we grow up into, we, and, and we have a we have a written word. See, we have the the, the written word, and, and it begins, and, and if you notice, when you get a Bible, a King James Bible, a Bible, uh, you know, it's going to start off with Bereshibara, or the Book of Genesis, the Book of Beginnings. Because it's laying down the foundations of how to be a son of the most high. I hope you hear this. And then it gets, it goes on to, it starts to laying down the, 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 the patterns and the rules that we are to live the laws that govern society. Makes a civil society. Tells us how, how we are to represent him by developing and building a civil society based upon justice and mercy. Justice and mercy and charity, if you want to call it that. And we are authorized in the earth realm to rule and to take care of the earth. And the animals, we are to take care of the animals. We are given the responsibility to act like him in the earth. That gives us our closest. When we act like him, that means we take care of the creation. He said, He said, Adam, you are to till the ground, take care of the earth. The animals are subject to you. In other words, you have a responsibility to take care of, to make care of the animals and the plant life. Everything is taken care of on this earth. You see, remember the story about Am I my brother's keeper? Am I my brother's keeper? What'd you do to your brother? Am I my brother's keeper? I don't know where you're Justice, mercy, having a civil society where we don't covet or we don't get jealous of our brothers and sisters. And we begin to rule over them and to kill them and then say, I had no no justification for, for that. You know, it's like war. Killing innocent people in war and say, you know, well, they were... Being used as human shields and, and all this kind of crazy stuff, you know, that we we, we hear that it's it goes against the laws that were created in the universe so that we can rule on the earth. In order to have authority or to have of uh, uh, yeah, authority in the earth, you have to have a body. So the so the father created a human body and put his spirit in them in the body, and that way. When we hear, we, we have the uh, capacity, we have the capacity as human beings, as men on the earth, we have the capacity to hear the voice of our Father and to obey it. And, and, and he, he went a step forward, he said, I'm going to put in a book. The book was already created before the world was. And he uses this book to teach us. It's our standard operating procedure. It's our code of conduct. It's our commandment. How to live on the earth how to take care of it and when we have disputes how to settle our disputes teaches all of that how to acquire how to release how to gain it teaches everything that we need to know to live in this earth it's been that way before the earth was created he did this before he created the earth and then he gave it to men to to rule in the earth and he gave us a spirit so that we could communicate with him on high, which is why we have worship service help to open up the the doors or unlock the doors so we can walk through the different gates and get into the heavenly realm and hear and see wonderful unspeakable things. But when we're brought up in religion, it's totally opposite. Takes us away from the Father. It causes us to build the Tower of Babel and have rage war against the kingdom of Yah. And you can't win that, by the way. Build your tower as high as you want. You're not going to get there and, and, and win anything. You know what happened during the Tower of Babel when them jokers were trying to get there. And you hear them talk about the seventy languages. You know in the heavens there are seventy. There were seventy angels that he talks about, and the seventy angels. And that's why we have seventy languages. They talk about the. They wrote the Torah in seventy languages because at that time it was broke. It was there were seventy languages imparted into the earth, and men were scattered. So you have different languages and di- now the, the languages 70 languages basic languages have different dialects of those languages did you know that when you took it talking about Swahili and you start talking about all the different languages in the, in, in, um, in, the, in the Congo and you talk about those are different dialects of Swahili because there are 70 languages see see like English is a dialect is a, is a dialect from from well American is a dialect of England english england or english came from german germanic you know that that's jeff by the way so so you you see what i'm saying so when you talk about Semitic, you talk about this the like swahili you know you know the twee and you go over there in the west those are semitic languages in case you didn't know that because Remember, there were 70 languages, and these languages have dialects. And so when we hear people talking different speaking these different languages, they are different, they are dialects. They came from a mother language of the 70. And that's how we get that. And this is what happened when they were dispersed. And then again, so because some places in Africa they speak hundreds of different dialects, but it's the same thing, came from the same root. I'm trying to give you a little bit of wisdom there understanding trying to give you a little something to deal you know to work with you know because it's important for us to understand in this resurrection you see and you're gonna have to open up those books and you have to go back and dig deep into those books to get the truth and see this very little nugget that i gave you out of the about abraham how you need to come out i'm doing this for a reason Because because right now, in this day, and this time, you're going to have to wake up and realize where you are and come back to the truth of the Torah and read and, and study this Torah. Discuss this Torah. See, teach it to your children, this Torah. Because it doesn't, you know, no matter what happens, you know, if you don't, if you're not resurrected in your mind and come back to Torah, everything else is moot. Because, you no, know, it's not going to stop you from getting rich. It's not going to stop you. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt your relationship with the father. And you're going to see things happening in your, in your lives with your children that you, you're not going to be doing anything about it. Because the world system got them. And they're being brainwashed. There is a war happening right now. It's a spiritual war that's happening in the earth right now. The children, the kingdom of Yah and the kingdom of the nation of the world are at war. Mm-hmm. And it's spilling over into the into the natural realm. The powers are being shaken.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It's spilling over into the into the natural realm. And people, the sons of Yah. Are waking up and saying no more. They're trying to spread this, 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 this disease, this cancer to the children to the to the children of Shem and Ham to keep them from multiplying and replenishing the earth. And we are rejecting it. We are rejecting it. And they don't like it. Because you can't make babies if you follow that discipline. It's against the laws of creation, against the laws of Yah. And people want to create weapons of war using the minerals that come out of the continent of Africa. They want to use it for evil. And the people of Africa are waking up and saying, no more. We're going to limit that. We're going to stop that. We're gonna take control of this thing. Like, you know, it says, the first shall be last, and the last shall be first. During Nimrod's time, the the the, the Shem and, and, and Ham, but Ham was running the earth. And and at one time, Israel, we were running the earth. We were first. Children of Israel were first. And now we and then we fell to last. But it says, the first shall be last, and the last shall be first. It's going to flip again, and Israel is going to be first again. I'm talking about it. Remember what I said in the beginning? When I say Israel, I'm talking about who? The original Jews are going to be first again. Because they were first. They rejected Yah. We were first, rejected his commandments, and we accepted the ways of the world, which is where we find ourselves now, you know, with them Christmas trees, and Easter, not you, Cody, not your Cody Easter, <laughs> holiday Easter.
0: And, and, and Halloween that's coming up this and weekend.
3: Coming up in a few days, they got this, yeah, Halloween, all this stuff. Got you all hooked up into it. Don't be out there. Well, we're not going to go out there. Do We're going to have our children bob for apples at the church. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Tell me. Oh, well, we're going to have them dress up like angels. Why are you going to do that? Maybe we'll dress up like a devil. Don't make no difference. You're still following the the path of the world. You see what I'm saying? You got to wake up. We got to wake up. We got to come home. Come out of the system. You know, this is, we've got to wake up. See with our spiritual eyes, we always pray. Open our eyes that we may see. Open our ears that we may hear. And grant us a mouth to proclaim your wonderful works. We say it all the time but you gotta say it from your heart.
0: You don't know if you'll wait because daily y'all guides you and you, you glorify him. Just like I said in the scripture, when those vultures, you glorify him. He's he's guiding us, the sky is literally opening every day. We're being guided.
3: Yeah, every day,
0: every day. And we can, yeah, we, yeah. we know it, we can see it right before our very eyes. And if, if you're in touch, then you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you need to get follow the instructions the rabbi telling you in that Torah, because every day we're being guided and led.
3: Every day. And it will allow you to see what is truly happening. You'll be able to look at the signs of the time. In other words, you can turn on the what they call it, whatever news program. You don't even have to, you know, look at it, but you can see it.
0: We because, saw it before it even happened. We yeah. already was talking about it before it even happened. If you've been tuning in every week, yeah,
3: yes, yeah, it's, it's old news for us, right? Old news, old news, and,
0: That's and so to be in your New Year's already, you should be ahead of the game already.
3: So we have an opportunity. He always, y'all, our Father always sends an opportunity. Just like he did with Noah, he sent an opportunity for the he sent the messages out to the whole world. But only a few, one family, one family of or one man, one family and his family went in. Repropagate. You know, and, and and by the way, it says, it says that more than one time, replenish earth. He says, replenish the earth. In the book of Genesis, it says the same word, replenish the earth. You see, repopulate the earth. He wants us to know that no matter what happens, you can start again. No matter where you find yourself, no no matter where your world is, you can restart again. If you fell down into the pit and you began to use drugs and and overindulge in alcohol, if you're in... uh, idol worship, no matter where you find yourself, you can start again. You understand he gives you, he will give you a chance to start again. So if you've been a perpetual liar and you acknowledge that you have been a perpetual liar, you can start all over again by speaking the truth. He can, he can do that. If you find yourself in an alternative lifestyle, talking about yourself a binary, if you find yourself in there, oh yeah, I'm going there now, I'm going there. Oh yeah, I'm going there. LBTG and all, you start going there because these are against the laws of nature, against the laws of creation. If you find yourself in that situation, you can turn around. Oh, it's a spiritual thing you got to overcome though. It's a spiritual and it's a soulish thing that has to be dealt with. And that takes a different kind of medicine. You know, we learn about that in Tobit, right? Different kinds of medicine, but it can be done. See, Yeshua shows us, Yeah, I'm going over to the Pintanah Yeshua says, this kind can come forth but nothing but what? Prayer and fasting. So in the spiritual realm, in spiritual things, sometimes you're going to have to do a lot of praying and fasting. And why do you do the praying and fasting? So that when you get up off your knees, get up off your face, you can do something. Because in that in that hour of need, He will dispatch a messenger of truth, a messenger to you. So when you get up off your face on your and stand on your feet, you pray that your ears are open and that your eyes are able to see what direction you need to go in. So. No matter what you what comes against you in this world system, you can start all over again. If you were rich and you became poor, you can get up out of your poverty and become rich again. But there's going to have to be a change. A change in direction and a change in purpose. You have to decide in this change of direction and change of purpose, am I going to acknowledge the creator, of all things, because I was once a king, and I lost my mind because I got caught up in myself, and I became like a beast, and my nails grew, and the hair grew on my face, and all this, and then after a period of seven turnings, I began to come to my realization. I was dead, and I wake up out of my death and find out there is a creator of all things, and I need to worship him, and then he'll restore it to your kingdom. You're restored to your kingdom when you come to the realization that it is not by might nor by power, but it is by the spirit of Yah. See, you got to come to the realization of that. You know, you got to be like Abraham Abino, a blessed memory. You got to get up and leave the place where you are. A new beginning is waiting for you. There's a genesis in your life. You, have to, you got to get up off your knees. You got to get up and do. You got to want to do it. You got to want it. You got to want it. There's peace. There's shalom on this side. There's shalom. I've been up. I've been down. You know. But in all my ups, in all my downs, Yah was always there, speaking to me, guiding, loving me, showing me that. I am, you are the apple of my eye. I love you. I never left you. I won't forsake you. No matter what the circumstances are in your life, I am here for you. That's what y'all said. He's our father. Any true father is going to look at his child and when his child falls into the dirt and into the grind, he said, you are my wayward son. Come home. I'll kill the fatted calf. I'll put a signet ring on your finger. I'll love you. I never stop loving you. There's always a place for us at our father's house. There's a mansion for every one of us in his house. He'll never leave you, never forsake you. He allows you to live your life with, you know, we want our children to experience life to the fullest. And that's what he wants for us. He allows for us to make mistakes. Those mistakes are there, right? To make us realize. But it wasn't so bad of my father's house. Maybe I better go back. Maybe I should go back home. Maybe I should give up the drugs, the alcohol, stop chasing women, stop chasing men. Maybe I should stop chasing money. Maybe I should stop looking at religion as a way out. Maybe I should come back to the way, the way of the father. Maybe, maybe. That's something to think about, isn't it? Maybe I should do that. As a matter of fact, I will do it. I will. I will it to be so. I will it to be so. I will go back to my father. I will acknowledge his word. I will obey his commandments. I will act like him. I will look like him because I'm acting like him. I will show my closest to the father in my daily life. You need to start all over. Be like Abraham. Be like Abraham. It's easy. So I'm going to stop right there. You know, I'm going to stop right there. Just a simple word. Be like Abraham, Abino, a blessing.
0: Amen. Thank you, Robert Offshalom, being your call. Very encouraging. I was just thinking about how I'm about to uh, turn 52 soon, and how I have my foolish ways and how I've uh, evolved. and there's new beginnings for me. There's been new beginnings uh, along the way. And, and you sometimes you sit down, you think about your past and, and where you come from now and how some of the foolery that you've experienced, but now you've grown and you don't go back to that and you move forward. And uh, your eyes are open now. And so, when it comes at you, you already see it coming a mile away, and now you have a choice, And sometimes you just choose to let people just do it to see how far they'll go, but you already know what's going on. And so um we thank y'all for the awakening, we thank him for revealing himself to us, and we thank you, we thank him for the identity, and we thank him for the the moving forward. And and what's going on right here, and so, and I thank you for that word of encouragement because uh, we're growing we're evolving and if you're stagnant in your life that's because you're not following the Torah you're not praying so that y'all can lead you. He will lead you and guide you, he will open up doors, he will give new opportunities in your life, you don't have to chase money it'll chase you when you are in his will. He knows what the desires of your heart is. All he's saying is follow me and I'll give you the desires of your heart. He knows what you want. We're no longer, like you said, the, the first will be last, the last will be first. We we are first. And so you gotta know your position. You have to get the prime. You no longer have to eat any crumbs. You are now the lender, you're no longer the borrower. Your presence and your anointing is wanted everywhere. People are calling you. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you're not walking in it, or who you're supposed to be. Your priests and and priestesses. We thank you. Uh, First Lady, Sister Elisa, if you can do our closing prayer for us, please.
2: I'd be happy to thank you for the opportunity um I was thinking as Rabbi was saying about the uh, prodigal son, it's called the story is called. And the revelation just came to me uh, when the young man, the son uh, had spent all his livelihood, all his money and he came to himself, he woke up and that's what we've been talking about becoming awoke becoming awake and he realized some things. He said I was in royalty. I had, I had, I had, and so as the young man began to make his way home, and the father was saying, "Come home," he realized who he was, and there was some things that the father provided for him: the the ring on the finger that signifies uh, royalty. Royalty w- wore those kinds of jewelry. Uh, the fatted calf. It doesn't necessarily mean food on the table, but it means plenty. The fatted calf, not the skinny calf. The fatted calf means abundance. So those things are some of the things that awaited him. The royal priestly robe, the garment. Who he was supposed to look like. I don't think he had on that priestly garment in the pig pen. Mm -hmm. He was dressed in Royal garments. Those things await us. They awaited him, they awaited us. When we wake up, we were not sleeping. we were put to sleep and given things to um, to take the place of our, our our inheritance. These things that we have today, just as Rabbi said, are of Stockholm mindset. And we have to not just come out of it, we need to run out of it. I thank you, just like others on this panel have said. Um, Things are changing. Things are happening every day. Years ago, and I have to do it again today on my SAFER. That is my to-do list. Those are the things that I am to do. I'm called to do. I must do. Not I'm going to do it. I must do it. In order to look like as it's been said, my father, I have to do these things. My life, my very life depends on it. I didn't mean to give a dissertation, but here we are. Let's pray. Mm -hmm. Heavenly father, we thank you for the opportunity. We thank you for the privilege. We thank you for these stories, these life uh, events of other people. And we can choose at any time to participate, to act like, to look like, to emulate, to mimic these very lives because we want these characteristics to be portrayed in our own life. We thank you for them. We thank you that you had them written down for us so that at this present time right now, we can read them. We can partake in them. We can believe them. We can believe you. We can believe you. We can trust. We definitely can trust. The word says that the law um, and the prophets came by Moses. But you, but Yeshua, um, truth and grace came by Yeshua HaMashiach. Truth and grace. Two wonderful words, truth and grace. That's what we look for. That's what we desire. Truth and grace. Adonai, Yah, HaMashiach. However we want, we should address you. We thank you for this privilege. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this panel. We thank you for the Torah that has been opened to us. May it continually open our eyes, just like the story of Tobit. I thank you. We all have our Tobits. We all have various remedies. And I thank you that there are remedies for every situation, every circumstance, even every idea there is a remedy. May we look, listen, hold to, hold fast, and apply those remedies for our lives that we can, because we have to tell this to somebody else that's going through it. I have to tell this to somebody else that's going through what I'm experiencing. You have to tell someone else that the remedy that worked for you. I thank you for it. I bless you for it. I thank you for those who will hear this message at a later time and believe it and trust you. May I thank you that you are uh, kind to us, patient, and um, loving us, caring for us, providing for us. I thank you that you are our Father. B'shem Yishua. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you all for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you every Saturday. Uh, We pray that this has elevated your life. We pray that you tune in and that you share our episode and we will see you next Saturday. Thank you for the beautiful prayer. Uh, Thank you uh, for the word. Thank you for the praise. And thank you all for tuning in. Shalom. Shalom.
3: Shalom.